Yeah. Previously on the Black Tribbles. Back where it all began. Who would you say had a better love life? Claire and Cliff from The Cosby Show. Mm, okay. Or Eleanor and Rock from the TV show Rock. Boom, Now, Rock didn't have kids. I have to imagine that plays a big part of it. Because the way when you got five kids, you ain't getting it's time. not as easy. <laughs> but if but you got five kids, five exactly. Kids. If you got five kids, then you already know. That means you're you putting some chances in. Because that's, like that that that's like trying to roll a six. That's like trying to roll a six with like one die. You you like clack clack. You got to put some effort into it. I'm. Yeah, both of those are good, strong arguments. I think, based off of those two facts, I would go with Eleanor and Rock because they can have a sustained relationship without five kids. Mm-hmm. So when you after you drop five, your frequency going to drop. It dropped after the first one, you know. Right. So so I'm gonna go with Rock and Eleanor. But you did. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say you you messed up on that one because like remember. Cliff at the end of almost every episode was saying. like sweet, every, sweet every dancing. Every episode. Just about, man. Yo, he he, they be in the bedroom and he do a little kissing. dance. No, he do a little dance and, or, and she be laying in bed. Or they be, like, in the, they be in the living room and all of a sudden he got like, you know, a whole the whole Hawaiian set down his jaw. You know, she's coming down the step. You know. Right. So so I'm gonna go with Rock and Eleanor. But you did I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say you you messed up on that one, because like, remember Cliff at the end of almost every episode was saying. like su- every, every, sweet every, dancing. Every episode. Just about, man. Yo, he, they be in the bedroom and he do a little kissing. dance. No, he do a little dance and, or, and she be laying in bed. Or they be, like, in a, uh, they be in the living room and all of a sudden he got like, you know, a whole the whole Hawaiian set down his jaw. You know, she's coming down the steps. Lights go out. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying. Yeah, they, they used to fade the black a lot on Bill Cosby's show. Yes, uh, they did, yeah, man. Yeah, they fade the black yeah, all right. I'm pretty sure after Rudy, Claire got her stuff taken out. She was like, you know. They still don't stop. They still don't stop. Yeah. If you get a hysterectomy, yeah, you can't have kids anymore. Well, not, yeah. not talking about having kids, just getting it in. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, just because they stop having babies yeah, doesn't mean they stop getting it <laughs> You got more than one hole. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, that's not I, what she's saying. I don't want to think of like that, dog. Well, well, hey. God. Hey. Butstables. <laughs> hey, Bill was a Q. You know, they get nasty. They're from Philly. Yeah, Q. All right, so you're saying... So you're saying... Dirty, dirty Phillies. You're saying... I don't know. That would change my mind. Because <laughs> they did used to fade the black alive. It is your black triples. Seven is a number, both prime and divine. Seven yeah. is a number, both prime and divine. Seven Y'all, is a do? number, both prime All and divine. Seven is a number, Check both prime and divine. United like the Justice League, three unlimited, five transformed into seven. Magnificent amalgamation, Super Saiyan, we ain't playing. 106.5 is the radio station. Triple Nation is the name of the tribe. 610-267-215. All around the globe in every area code. Online, on air, whatever the mode. Days and nights, live or recorded. Listeners reported with the rawness. Keeping it flawless like a Batman plan. Jedi flips or a Spider-Man handstand. Peace to every geek we stand for. From Kronos to the bottle, city of Candor. We about to catch wreck. Turn up your set, black triples on deck. Y'all know what time it is. 
black triples in your area. Let's go. Coming to you from the coming to you from the beautiful studios of WPPM 106.5 FM. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and kittens, children of all ages, put your hands together for another brand spanking new edition of your Black Tribble. Block block My name is Len, aka the Bat Tribble, and as always, I'm joined in this lovely studio by. Hey, I'm back before you had a chance to miss me. It's the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Thursday Night in the building. How you living? How you feeling? Wow. I come with no warning. It's Mr. Thursday Night next to Mr. Friday morning, the early riser. No surprise. I get wiser because my kids got homework to do, so I have to redo it. We knew it. Free through it. Hit a three-pointer like my name was Ben Simmons, and then I'm taking your women. Your man, our son, the voice of reason, a.k.a. the Super Triple. The Rand of Steel. We back in the journey. Bars. What's up, good people? It's AJ47, the girl with more aliases than a little bit. It is your Uncanny Triple, a.k.a. Amalgam Triple, a.k.a. Bruce Leroy Triple. Show enough. In the building. AJ47. I like that. That's dope. Did I miss that one? I think I missed that one. Yeah, you weren't there for that one. Both ladies and gentlemen, what's popping? It's your mama serving nephew, cousin muscles in the building, big body broku, super saiyan triple in the building. Have a good show. Talk some dark stuff. What up? What up, though? We are streaming live and direct on Facebook Live, as you can see, ladies and gentlemen. You can also check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash Black Tribbles. The Storm Tribble Kennedy is racing her way to the studio as we speak through the many constructive streets of Philadelphia Center City area. We have a fun show for you this evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are definitely going to be talking about This Week in Geek History tell you what's happening in Ariel's Reading Garden. Talk about some Team Daddy-ish. We've got a triple of the week that we have to um, anoint. And we are going to be talking a little bit about Joker and all the jokes that were. And we have to do it with the number one Joker in Triple Nation, the man who will be coming your way live on stage on October 16th at Helium Nightclub, 8 p.m. I believe there's maybe about a few tickets left, so get them while you can get them. The Joker Triple in the building. Comedian Dale Charles, what's up? Hi. What up, man? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I should come up with something that rhymes. I just don't have the time. That <laughs> Nailed it. Thanks. <laughs> Hi, my name is Daryl Charles. You should come to Helium on October 16th at 8 o'clock. <laughs> Please. Um, just, uh, I, I, my patter is pretty good, so even if you don't like the jokes, you know when to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming in and uh, sitting Thanks, with man. us, Daryl. Appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, we appreciate Super hanging fun. out with you. And we had to have you, man, because this is the week of Joker. Joker hit this it week. Is. Yeah. And it came it, out on my birthday. 
Wow, oh, did wow. it. Oh, the four. Yeah. Very Happy weird. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Happy birthday, yeah. It's kind of strange. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I guess they... I guess they have me pegged. Right. <laughs> Daryl, you're going to the movies on the fourth. I guess so. And that's what you did. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. So we're going to talk about that and a whole lot of other stuff tonight, ladies and gentlemen. The phone lines are open all night long. 215-923-9776. That's 215-923-WPPM. You can also um, hit us. We're streaming live and direct on phillycam.org slash listen. And we're coming to you live and direct on 106.5 FM. M on your radio dials. All right. What's up, Tribbles? How y'all doing? Good. I'm alive. Hanging in there. I'm great. Oh, cool, cool. Uh, A lot of, of different responses. Triple of the week is uh, Ben Simmons, right? No, it is not Ben Simmons. <laughs> it's not Ben Simmons. The man hits one three-pointer. Yep. Triple of the week. And all of a sudden, we get in the chip. Bruh, I already got my spot on Bruh Street. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> He hit the three. Got mine. Dude, the dude defending him was in Jersey. I mean. And they were playing China. He hit a three on me. That's fine. I don't care. It was a preseason of preseason game. I'm good. No. I'm good. It don't count. Get out of here. That's that's why you ain't got no faith. That's why God hates you. Mm. You faithless rascal. No faith. The Philly sports gods have no love for you. Faithless rascal. Just because you done <laughs> dug up the Ark of the Covenant sitting there in your indie indie hat, don't give me the, the now now God's on your side. Keep your eyes shut, Marion. <laughs> I actually took this from a, a lady at a show in Oregon. You took it from her? Yeah, she was front row. Give me your took it. <laughs> but she had just won it in a pool game from a guy that played guitar for Robert Plant the night before. So we're just kind of passing the hat around the universe. So, actually, you're due to get got tonight. Yeah, That's exactly. what you're saying. Probably. Which is fine. It does look to be about my size. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice hat, yo. Right? What size is that? Be a shame if something my happens. Size. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. That's fine. You know. Ariel, have you gotten some uh, an adequate eno- amount of sleep before the show? Yeah, so I'm trying, well, not before the show necessarily, but I'm trying to get on a sleep pattern. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Pattern? Hey, hey, hey. Everybody got a lot to say about my sleeping habits. Mm. A little bit of a disagreement led to my trying to get on a schedule. So I'm stressing people out. Sorry, guys. That's it. You get back (laughs) on a balance. For everyone I've harmed. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I was merely asking a question. But all right. We'll destroy all of you. <laughs> okay. I mean, all right. I woke up. Well, hey, I was about to say, I woke up with blue hair to make a Dragon Ball Z drug, but I do actually have blue hair, so watch out. <laughs> is, that, is that God level, right? Yep. See, that's that's the color I was going for. When? I have one. I have one. Wait, you didn't see this? No, this I didn't my, see it. This is my midlife crisis. Right? Hold on, get closer to the mic, man. <laughs> oh, okay. You got to bleach it first, though, Randy. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, all right, let's see what happens. Yeah, yeah, you got to bleach it. Midlife crisis. You got to right bleach it first. That's why I didn't I hit that color you wanted. I could go hookers and Corvettes, or I could just like throw some color in my hair. I'm like, all right, that's probably a little bit better. Steal a lady's hat. I mean, <laughs> yeah. define. Well, I've been doing that for years. Oh, okay. <laughs> see, I, I'm not. I'll never be that cool. Never. Well, actually, you could try. No. I actually thought I was like, this bleach might be thinning my hair out. It was looking crazy. I couldn't tell if it was the haircut or just stuff <laughs> coming out. So we'll see. 
God. 50 50 chance? <laughs> I don't know what is happening. Fifty chance. What you say? Is it like a 50-50 chance? Yeah, there was. I was like, huh. All right. I thought I had. Gotta see if these gaps get bigger. I thought I had this last time, but maybe not. I'm gonna observe this and keep an eye on it for next time. Keep an eye out. Keep an eye out. But I can do bald, so I'm I'm all right. Either way. Ooh. All right. All right. So um, before we we jump off, we had an interesting conversation downstairs um, before the the mics turned on me and Daryl actually down downstairs here in the halls of Philly cam that I thought might be interesting to bring up here on Netflix the TV series the Michael B Jordan uh, produced TV series raising Dion has hit Netflix um, the adaptation of the very successful one issue comic book one issue <laughs> from really one it's issue. only been one issue one, one issue well, well, I mean, but wait a minute but that you know there's a story behind that because it was uh, a, a hugely successful kickstarter that was built off of this proof of concept um video that they did it was like a mini trailer like a mini trailer for the comic book and the comic book actually got optioned off of that so after that, they said, don't give away the story. So he said, okay. Then they didn't do, didn't do any more issues. So I, I, you can't be mad at your brother. I can't be mad, but I am disappointed. Because I just always feel like what is written word is always better. You know what I mean? And that's not mm-hmm. to say I don't like movies, because clearly I do. And there, there are films that I think are like beautifully done films. But... If you made that film a book, it would probably be better. Just because you can just do things in a book you can't do in a movie. Yeah, and I that's f- true. Yep. I feel like that gives more layers and levels and depth to, to the story. Mm-hmm. So I got to tell you, I have not watched it. Don't really want to watch it. I'm just kind of annoyed at the whole thing. Plus, people was getting bleached up in there. And, and so I had, I was just like, this was the conversation we were having. Yeah, so I, I, was, I was like, uh, okay. And and I get, I get mad because I feel like that always specifically happens with black women. It's like, oh, we need to cast a leading lady. We got to get the lightest black woman we can find. It's like I feel like the first time I really saw like black women, especially in the superhero genre, in the lead was in Black Panther. You know what I mean? But right, other in than the that, lead. In the lead. And even that's still not the lead. Right. Because it's you still coming behind Black T'Challa. Right. right. So, so yeah, so I was mad about that, too. So I was just like. So Raising Dion, for those who are catching up, it's a superhero science fiction web television series. It premiered actually on the 4th, October 4th on Netflix. And it's based on the 2015 comic book and short film of the same name um, by the creator, Dennis Liu. Um uh, who was of Taiwanese uh, descent, I, be- I believe. Uh, the the comic book, the premise is basically, you know, this young woman, uh, Nicole, raises her son Dion after the death of her husband. And you basically find out that Dion has these all these superpowers. Um, and the bit of the controversy is that the short film or slash trailer, the people that were cast to play the mother and Dion in that short trailer were darker skinned black women, uh, darker skinned people, as opposed to what on the actual television series, the young boy is probably about, you know, you know, like nice, nice caramel complexion, but his mother is decidedly lighter than the woman that played the mother in the, in the, in the short film. And there were people that 
seemed to have, you know, took that. You know, it, it hit them. I'll be honest, it hit me too. I, I was struck by it a little bit as well. That didn't make me not want to see the series. I actually just didn't know that it hit yet. Um, so I'm still interested in checking it out. But it did, like, it did hit me. Um, Daryl had an interesting read on that, though. Yeah, I think colorism's weird. Uh, that was my hit on it. Like, you know, I'm just, I, I'm like, I'm just happy black people are working. So, regardless. But I do remember, I haven't seen any of the series. So I do remember that uh, it was, you know, yeah, I guess the people were kind of dark skinned. I just right. remember it being like, oh, it's about a, a young black boy becoming a superhero and his mom tries to protect him. That was uh, intriguing enough for me to do it. I didn't see anything about the people being lighter. But then just hearing about it, you know, 10 minutes ago, I was like, I guess some people just don't like being happy. Kind of. <laughs> It's like you're, you're really picking a tiny thing. I get it. I mean, if it, if it really affects you, it really affects you. But, like, I mean, they, they still went black. They didn't, like, Scarlett Johansson didn't take the role. Well, <laughs> she um, turned it down. <laughs> <laughs> to be She's fair. like, yeah, this Black Widow show. <laughs> no, and it's not, and it, I feel like it's black, not, like it's that. not picking. I mean, it's not like, it, that is not the reason I haven't seen it. Right. I'm, I am. I am just like disappointed, and so I'm sure. not excited to see it. Sure. So that's not to say I won't watch it, but I'm not in a rush to watch it. But the the at the core, that's not the reason I I wouldn't watch it. It's just a matter of like the pattern of it, because it's like we see it like over and over again. Especially again, if it's something that's coming from source material, and you have a reference for how like people look. And I think especially especially when it comes to black people, specifically when it comes to black women, it is important that if if we had a, a, a certain color palette that we kind of stick to it because I feel like, you know, in, in so many cases, it's almost from this place of, because it's like, you know, so I'm, I'm going to reference like the, the X-Men films right now. It's like when they cast Bishop, I thought they cast, like that the dude that played Bishop in Days of Future Past, I thought was excellent. Yeah. The dude that they cast for Darwin in uh, First Class, I thought was excellent. Yeah. He, even even in, in, in the comics, Darwin is gray, but you know he's black because you see his mother. And so even just the casting of that guy and how gaunt he was, it was like perfect casting. But then you get to Angel, who is Afro-Latina, and in the book she is dark-skinned, kinky Afro, and they cast Zoe Kravitz. And I love Zoe Kravitz, but it's like she does not look like the character and it be, because again when it comes to black women it's like well we we this we want her to be attractive and so attractive means lighter yeah. attractive means attractive to white people and what what features do you find appealing and so that's how the casting gets done and so as a black woman as a dark skinned black woman that just grates on me can, and I, and so yeah. especially for something where we had source material like if it was no source material and that was just the casting, it was like, okay, but we had source material and you made a choice. And I, and I, I don't think it happens too often for it not to be intentional. Yeah, I mean, it, I think it's definitely something to bring up just yeah. on the whole, but like, I don't see, I mean, I again, I haven't seen any of the show, but I'm like, eh, whatever. I don't know. Wasn't that also your, your didn't you also have a thing about um, Zazzy Beats being cast as Domino in um, Deadpool. Wasn't there also a thing about that? Yeah, not so much her being cast, but I just felt like I didn't like 
the flip flop of the color palette because okay. I, my thing is like okay domino is white white like she's not human white she's powder yeah. white yes she's a mutant right. like that's not a natural skin tone and i feel like you know if so, so if you can take the time to paint rebecca romaine stamos's naked body and put patches on her and then you can let jennifer lawrence put on a clunky suit and do the same thing true, true. i think you could you could have still kept Domino's color palette. Oh, okay. And and I feel like she could have still rocked the afro. She could have mm-hmm. done all that, but I wanted to see that powder that white pale, with the yeah, white dot yeah. because her power, I mean, so what's interesting is they did make her power kind of exciting in the movie, yeah. but her power is kind of whack. Like, visually, it's not a lot going on. Yeah. It's because she's, lu- like, quote-unquote lucky. She manipulates right. probability fields. That's not flashy. Right. So... Her color palette is the thing that made her an interesting character to even just be visually. Yeah, visually to be on the panel. I just I like her look. So I I am not I had no issue with actual Zazzy Beats being cast and I think they should have kept the fro like I loved all that. I just wish they wouldn't have flip flopped the color palette because even because Zazzy Beats is not dark skin, the white dot, it just gets lost. It's like right. I can barely see it. So right. again, so the 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 um that dynamic um, appearance, you don't get it because it's not even like, oh, she was like like a really chocolate girl with mm-hmm. a white spot where it's like, oh man, that pops. It's like, it was like the, the white dot was almost the same color, so not like that. <laughs> no disrespect, <laughs> But you know, you... You're not, you're not chocolatey, chocolatey. And, so <laughs> and the cameras fell. <laughs> yeah, the cameras. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> get down, get down. What you say about Zazzy? Zazzy cover. I say it with all love because I love Zazzy said to hell with these troubles. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, I love you, but you just kind of, as a as a fan of Domino, because I do like Domino's character, I just, I was disappointed again just in the look. I got you, I got you. I feel you, I feel you. Do you want to say something, Randy? You look like you was... Um, Fired up over there. No. Not gonna catch me slipping. (laughs) Believe black women. (laughs) Believe us. We're right. Enough said. Um, Dante is back in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Now, if you remember, uh, first of all, apologies for those who do not accept uh, adjust your podcast sets. Our show from last week, which was a phenomenal show with Amerimay Media on here. We talked about the Comic-Con for kids. It's going to be happening this weekend as well. I talked about Growing Up Geek uh, 2019. It was a great show, but unfortunately, through no fault of our own, it did not record and thus we weren't unable to um, post that show. So we have definitely reached out to Amerimay Media and we're going to get them back onto the show um, sooner than later before the end of the year. So that we can, you know, properly show show uh, respect due to, to the brothers. But Dante was not here. Isaiah was manning the YouTube last last week because Dante was taking a well-deserved mini-vacation and went to New York Comic Con. And now he's back and he's got a New York Comic Con report. And I believe he even has goodies with him. He does. Take it away, Dante the intern. Oh, before he says this, I just want to say Dante came to Amalgam the other day looking clean. What? Clean. Boy, it was fresh. I had to lean back. What? I wasn't ready. Like, like three-piece suit. Three pieces. Oh, my. Mm. I and said, they all went the same piece, neither? <laughs> <laughs> it was not a tearaway suit. It was a whole suit. I pulled on it. Tear away. 
Yeah, so I'm back. Um, it was actually, <laughs> I, I actually enjoyed it. It was, it was awesome. Like as always, every year, it's super awesome. So, um, get your face in that microphone, boy. So, uh, let's see. Thursday was packed for just a, like a regular Thursday, which really because yeah. Thursday is usually like mostly like VIPs and press and all that stuff. Right, and. It was weird because I I hanged out down Artist Alley, which all the artists is always awesome. They're always great. They're always nice, especially if you bring them like food and beer. They're they're awesome. Oh yeah, friends for life. <laughs> uh, I did get a chance to talk with Todd McFarlane. But you got to you, so you did you sat down with Todd. I didn't sit down with him. I he was coming off the stage the Sci-Fi stage. He was talking about his new documentary on Sci-Fi. And I was like, he was walking past me. I was like, hey, I was like, I wish you the best of luck on Spawn. He's like, he's like, you know what? And he puts his hand on my shoulder, like he's talking to a good friend. He's like, yeah, you know what? It's 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 hard trying to get this off the ground. He's like, but I'm going to do it. He's like, I'm going to do it. He's like, I appreciate it. And he like starts having this long conversation with me. I'm just like, oh, he's like, yeah, cool. Like, yeah, okay, you just talk to me like we know each other. That's but cool. what he say? What he say? He was just he was just going. He was just telling me about more about like how hard it is trying to get it off the ground and like how many hoops he has to go through just mm-hmm. to try to get everything started. How he still has Jamie Foxx attached to it. Um, That's right. I forgot Jamie Foxx is like. Yeah. yeah so he's got. He still got that uh, hooked up, um, but there was a lot of lines down the artist alley, like for Tom King, Scott Snyder. Oh, of course, but there was really no line for Chris Claremont. <coughs> well, Chris Claremont is like eighty. Yeah, but he's you know he's still like he's still like the X Men guy though. He's so did you go to his line? I did not. I didn't. See. <laughs> <laughs> I did feel bad. As you walk past this empty spot, like, hey, there ain't nobody there. But he didn't have anything, like, he didn't have anything out there that I could buy. And I know if I went up to him, like, it would be straight, like, pages that would cost, like, $800 to $1,000 that I didn't have on me. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't want to be rude and be like, yeah, hey, how you doing, Chris? Uh, I'm going to go over here. But that's not rude. You just go introduce yourself to him and say you appreciate his work. That's not rude. That that is true, too, because I do that because I go visit like all my favorite artists every time I go there um, like Ellie Fernandez John Boy Myers um, and David Nakayama and Ben Harvey so I, I always love talking to them I love chatting up with them um, but just to get to the meat and potatoes of this I brought back something for everybody oh really yes oh you didn't have to do that I, yes he did <laughs> 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 Thank you, just the same, though. Okay, all right. So, uh, for the ladies, uh, this is for your store, Malcolm. This was limited. This was limited 50, apiece, uh, 50 pieces for New York Comic Con. And what um, is it? Let people It is. Go to Facebook if you want to find out. <laughs> Black Tribbles. It's the alternate covers for Powers of 10 and House of X by George Molina. And he only did 50 pieces. He sold out that Thursday. Wow, yeah, and, and this top one is forty-four of fifty. Yeah, man. right. Yeah, and and the picture itself, it it, it basically is a collection of all of those um of the, those covers, which make up a group shot of the X Men in. I guess that would be like their their classic uniforms. The uh, uh, it's yeah. probably like mm, yeah, well, kind of like the the ninety stuff, right? Right after uh, the the X Men, the Jim Lee X Men book started. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Now, I, well, it's been a long time. I don't think I can name all of the X-Men on that cover. Can you name all of them? Are you kidding me? Are you, are you being serious? I could probably name most of them, but I... Do you I, want me to name them? 
Yes, starting at the top. Oh, why can't you? You rookie. Rogue, Colossus, Iceman, Gambit, Storm, Psylocke, Beast, Jean, mm. Marvel Girl, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Enter here. Nightcrawler, Cyclops, Jubilee, Logan, Wolverine, Cable, Angel. Oh, yeah, and then there's Do Professor- you want their government names? <laughs> <And then, laughs> yeah. oh, Birthdays, socials. And Xavier. Charles Xavier right there. I, do, I, I was so focused on the color, I forgot. That's very nice. That, that That's a nice little piece. Piotr Rasputin. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, that's nice. That's nice. And uh, that's your like your favorite depiction of Storm, isn't it, uh, Ariel? Because she's got the mohawk there, doesn't she? No, she doesn't have a mohawk. She has like the short, short hair. Short oh, okay. cut. Yeah. My, actual, my actual favorite haircut of Storm is when she had the T-Bars after her miniseries. Really? Yeah, yeah did, I love that look. Oh my god. The oh, extreme okay. T-bars, that was the look. Okay. All right. All right. And then this is for you personally, this one here. So Oh my goodness. Oh, oh so this one this is one is for Ariel herself. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Now this is Mohawk Storm and she's got the curly mohawk. She got the kinky hair. It looks like a cloud. This is beautiful. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, and they got like edgy Allison. Dazzler's on here. That's dope. That's very Thank nice. You. Who's the? Do you know who the artist is on that one? Um, I don't remember that one because I I had to search like I was searching around for like Storm and like uh, like Star Trek stuff, but okay. I couldn't find yeah. anything. So I'm sorry, Kenny. So uh, this this is the best I could do. So that one's for you. Oh! Then let's see what what what'd you get for Kennedy. First of all, what up, Triple Nation? Sorry I'm so late. Sept is trash. It's your girl, that Mikey chick, also known as that Storm Triple, better known as... Wait, what did I just say? That Storm Triple? That's right, that one. <laughs> <laughs> look at, look at, ah, it's the, it's the squad. It's the, it's the squad. Wonder Woman and Storm. That's right. what's up. So that one's actually watercolors. So he had two different versions. So he had like a regular print like this, but he's like, I had a watercolor. Oh, the same like, artist. Okay. Right. It, I was like, well, let me get the watercolor version because I think she'll like that one. Dante, best intern ever. Now I got to make you those cookies. <laughs> <laughs> that is very that is very nice. And I, I like their stance there. And I like that they're yeah. like, they're not like, you know, they got a little like, ugh. To him. I like that. Right. Diana well, look act, actually looks Greek here. Yeah. Which is a hard part. Like there was no Star Trek. Like people, there was nobody drawing Star Trek. It was like mostly Star Wars and like all the other characters and some, and some random like. Realm well, you can't blame nobody for that. Yeah, you know there was only an entire section dedicated to Trek up there. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I heard yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It ain't no like what? Yeah, like, that what? was cold. What? That's like the Battle of the Stars. I thought like, for what? For what? For what? Patty for no reason. Y'all can't tell this, uh, ladies and gentlemen, but the temperature in here just dropped thirty seven degrees. Um y'all couldn't see the beams coming out from the from the eyes just kind of reaching in the middle. Patty for no reason. I know, but I forget you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Right. I said it was forgivable, but they had no Star Trek drawings. I'm not the kind of person that would sit somebody throat over that. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. It's forgivable. Woe right, is Randy. me. And this is for you. This is from John Boyd. Oh, yeah. This is for oh, Randy. Oh, look at that. John Boyd Meyer, Superman. I love this guy's stuff. Oh, and wow. He was doing coverage for, uh, for the Rebirth book for a while. Oh, this is. Oh, guess what? 
That's kind of like a um, a, a reworking pillow. of the Neil Adams classic cover where yeah. Superman breaks the chains. Oh, this is going right under my pillow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. This is awesome. Thank you, brother. You're Welcome. you're that dude. And Eric, this is for you. This is also by John Boy Myers as well. Ooh, John Boy. Thank Myers. you, sir. John Thank you, Chewy. Oh, oh, is that a, oh, oh, it's the whole, because I saw Han Solo. Okay, okay. Han Solo, Chewbacca, oh, I like that. I didn't know John Boy was doing Star Wars stuff. Yeah, well, usually they bring like a ton of like lithographs, like different yeah, parts yeah, yeah. that they've done. Wow. So it's like, it's nice That's like gorgeous. options that you can have. That's nice, Mac. What you going to do with that, Mac? I'm going to hang it up. Yeah? You know, that would look nice in the um, in the bat base. It would look nice in my car. <laughs> well, we got something for the bat base too, so don't worry. Oh, okay. oh he's showing yeah. out. Isaiah, yeah. Isaiah, this is for you. Hey. Hey. It must be My Hero Academia. I knew it. I knew it. I didn't even see it. I knew it was My Hero Academia. Let me see, Young Midoriya. That's awesome. Oh, Froppy's in there. I love Froppy. That's pretty dope. She's so cute. That one's by Ben Harvey. That's nice. That is very nice. That's that's cool. Uh, that's pretty hot. And then last but not least, have they ever ex- ever explained why All Might's eyes are black all, all the time? <laughs> they're light blue. They're light blue. Oh, okay, because he's, he's they're black slits every time I see him. But I just figure he needs to cut his eyebrows. <laughs> it's just like a serious look, just different art design. Right. Like when he transforms into that mode. He got a big forehead. That's why you can't see. That's what probably what it is. Raccoon eyes. <laughs> you think he's the Godfather? <laughs> wow. And then Len for you from Kari Randolph. Ooh, oh, oh, Kari! Oh my God! Oh man, I, I got to Oh, ooh, look at that! Look at that Batman Robin! Oh, look at that! Oh, that's, oh, that's up. so good. That's beast. And Catwoman's black. Yeah, that's right. Earth the oh, kid. So I'm put this right behind Earth the kid on my, at the, in the Bat Base. Yeah, so I thought that would be great for your Bat Base. So. That is. Oh, I was Adam. trying to find something like. This is the whole TV series because this right. Caesar yeah. Romero. You can see the mustache. You can see the mustache. Nice. You can see the mustache oh, on, well on, on the Joker. Harry. Well done. This is nice. Adam West never looked this this fly, but it's, it's cool. It's cool. I like it. Thank you so much, man. Oh, man. You're welcome. Oh, man. Aww. You're, well, you're, that was so nice of man. you. Kennedy's right. You Sorry, are the bro. best intern we've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, because I appreciate you guys letting me go up there and, you know, just hang out. And so I was like, I got to bring back something for everybody. So I thought this would be kind of cool, you know, have something different for everybody. You're so, so sweet. <laughs> it's beautiful, God. <laughs> Daryl looking like, um. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm not taking it personally or nothing like that. <laughs> I, you know, I got plenty of people to love me. I'm sorry. I, I thought we'd know it. I would have brought you, you something. It's sorry. fine. I'm just thinking about them right now. Hey, shout out to my mama. <laughs> It's all right. No, this is really nice. <laughs> and if you don't believe Daryl has a lot of people that love him, just show up at Helium Nightclub. October 16th, 8 p.m. <laughs> Tickets are on sale right now. Hey, uh, hey. You know, you know, so, you know um, Daryl appeared on last week's Michelle mission and was uh, plugging his Helium Nightclub. I know. I heard it. <laughs> October 16th, 8 p.m. <laughs> we out here. We had we had someone that emailed us and said, "Hey, I really love Mr. Helium October 16th." 
<laughs> I was like, Hearts and minds. Hearts I was and like, minds. hey, I said, job well done. That's, that's what he did. All right. Well, thank you, Dante, for the gifts and for the report from uh, New York Comic Con. We really, really appreciate it. Pure swell. Uh, Kennedy, you're just stepping into the building, so let's uh, take it one quick moment before we move on to catch up with you. How are things going in the world of the Storm Triple? They're yeah, all right. You know what I mean? It's good. It's chilling. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. life is good. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been uh, Kennedy brought to you by New York Comic Con. All right. Hey, I mean, what can I say? Season three of Big Mouth. Anybody? Not I yet. did start watching that. I can't Yo. get into that show. Um, I feel like if they stick to just being as educational as they are now and stop trying to be funny, they'll be all right. But thank, it, it thank God for funny. Maya Rudolph. It thank is God, funny though. Uh, thank God for Maya Rudolph. <laughs> I think it's funny. She's funny. I love her. She's I love her and everything. Yeah, she's definitely. Just the anime. I don't like the anime. It just looks gross. It is. You know, it's like I'm like watching Ren and Stimpy or something. It, yeah. It's not Ren and Stimpy. It's not Ren and level. Stimpy, but you know, everything they did was just nasty, and that's how I feel. Just like, uh, like I, I'm not a 13 year old boy, so like, body function humor is not appealing to me. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I was like, I don't think this is something I can get into. They, they I do, wish it well. They do um, season two onward. They start getting a little educational. They start talking about some stuff that people who are stuck in that 13-year-old boy rut would not have cared to educate themselves on. So it, it does serve, it, it caters that demographic, but it doesn't stay in that demographic. Like They definitely do a job of making sure that these people don't stay in cells for the rest of their lives. Gotcha. So it is what it is. You know, shout out to Missy. <laughs> She's my she's my middle school hero, and uh, and Maya Rudolph because she's hilarious in everything. Now, oh, and Mo Co- Mo Mo Gilligan. That's the other thing I've watched on Netflix. Are you familiar with Mo Gilligan, my future ex-husband, baby daddy? Lord have mercy. I'm gonna just put that out there. It's funny. It's called Momentum. Now. And that's great that everybody is watching, you know, all these other shows on Netflix. But I should we feel some type of way big enough, big, big mouth, which which is which is cool, you know, the the other show. Um, that we're not watching Raising Dion. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten to Raising Dion yet. That's all. Big Mouth is a is a quick burn. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. The algorithm knows me. They sent me a push notification. Like, <laughs> hey, Daryl, uh, Raising Dion's out. Uh, you should stop what you're doing. <laughs> and I will watch it. It's on my list. But yeah, I just haven't gotten to it yet. I've been watching Criminal, all the the like Criminal UK and whatnot. Yeah. So. And to be fair, I haven't finished. I haven't started Peaky Blinders yet. So neither, like you know. But Peaky Blind, but they they hit around the same time. I'm just asking, should we feel some type of way? That's all. I will no, watch it eventually. I just finished Jane the Virgin. I feel very accomplished. <laughs> so I was like really behind because I was talking about it with my friends. Like I was up to date and they were like, just stop. You, but but I'm, just, I'm just thinking about it's maybe not quite on the same level. But I know one of the things that Randy always talks about is like in far as in the world of comic books is that, you know, all the people asking for more representation in, in the comic books. And when there is more books 
on the stand, sometimes they sit there. People aren't buying them. So we're asking for representation in our entertainment. And now it's a hit. And, you know, while we did talk about it before Kennedy came in a little bit, we were a little uh, slightly dismissive of it a little bit as well. You know, um, but then we came up big enough other things that we were watching. Like, don't we owe it to at least. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> yeah. and, and you got to also remember, I got a history. <laughs> Came out with the Mr. Voice. Jordan, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna Mr. Watch Jordan it. made me mad, but uh, but no, it's um, I'm gonna watch it. It's just like <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. You sound totally believable. You sound like you sound like Dante. Oh my God, nobody's talking to Chris Claremont. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. I, it, it just, it just struck me as a little ironic of how we. So the, the real question is, do you feel some type of way? Yeah, really. Because I don't owe Raisin D.I. nothing. And, I, and the thing is, I love the book. I I wanted to see more of the book. So some of it is stemming from my disappointment that the comic just got shelved because this movie was coming out. Because it's like, uh, they could have still done the comic and still did the movie. Like, that's the thing. Like, true, like that is the last 20 years of the MCU. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean? I understand that, but, uh, but okay, and... Maybe it would be different, but I would imagine if you ask Robert Kirkman after the first couple of issues of Walking Dead comes out, or even just Walking Dead number one, and it gets optioned for a TV show that he knows is definitely going to get made, and they ask him, hey, don't continue with the book. Let's save the story for for the TV series. You're going to be like, all right. Yeah, who wouldn't take that deal? Exactly. Well, I mean, okay, so let's do this. Uh, George R. R. Martin. Now all we got is the books because the show <laughs> made a hard left. Like, you know what I mean? And right. again, so to, to know that it's like, all right, but the, the original intent for this story was in written form and then something else happened. And so you can enjoy that, but you always have this base to return to. So it's like, so if I love the book, watch the movie, don't love it, then that's just disappointing because it's like, ugh, we could have just had a really good book. Mm. And now we got like, an okay show. And I'm not saying judging it because I haven't seen it, but I'm just saying that happens. It's like Walking Dead, who's watching it? And the comic, you know what I mean? And it's, and anyway, I don't know. In my defense, I wasn't <laughs> <laughs> sitting there watching Big Mouth religiously, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like it was on. I'm scrolling, I'm doing other things while so it's on. So you have it on in the background. Yeah. Right, I'm right, not right. going to sit there and just put Raising Dion on and not watch it you know what i mean certain things and that's fair our, our tv background noises and some things you sit there and watch and i didn't right. want to do it that disservice yeah it's definitely what i was thinking when it came to uh, <laughs> no for, for raising dion like i was like yeah I, i'm going to put my full attention on it right i'm not just gonna have it all i'm doing stuff so that will uh delay when i do actually start watching it thank you Darrell. i appreciate your your backup there we out here october yes. 16th <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. No, but did you see Disenchantment Part Two was up? Yo, it's so good. I didn't even see that. Did that, that yeah, was I never got into it. So, so I, I good. started that. That has me. That. that had me screaming, like not screaming, but like I was, I was giddy for that one. You know how? Waiting for it, it. So, so everybody has a thing that they watch, or certain tropes that happen in storytelling that makes them, as an individual audience member, uncomfortable, right? Len can't watch people melt. Makes him uncomfortable. Melt or milk? Milk. Melt. Melt. Okay. Um, right. 
I said really. I mean, how often does that happen, though? Enough that he can't watch it. Yeah. Okay. You got Wizard of Oz. You got, like, nope. Raiders of the Lost Ark. It, Raiders of the Lost Ark is where it started. Okay. I imagine. So, you know, everybody's got a thing, right? For me, I can't stand when we as an audience know that a character didn't do something, but in the story they're being blamed for it. Like, that's something that I have a hard time sitting through. Like, it makes mm. for good storytelling, but it, it, it burns my butt when I watch it. And that kind of happens to, to Bean at the end there. And I'm just like, she's been through so much. Like, you gonna put this on her too? Like, so they're ultimately building, like, it, it's, it has this really cool sophomoric, uh, Matt Groening-esque, like, very unique type of, of comedy behind it, as well as being, like, full of fantasy tropes. But uh, you can tell that they're building towards something much bigger than we would expect. Like, in, in I, I don't know if you've seen it all, Eric. You haven't watched all of it? All right. I just realized I did watch maybe 15 minutes of it. I did not like it. Yeah, same here. I, I watched the first episode. It was like a two-parter. And like by the time they got to the cliffhanger, I was like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, something happened. Did they break out in the song? I don't know. Something <laughs> happened, and I was like, oh, no. And I, turned <laughs> off, and I just turned it off. I did not like it. I was like, did I see that? And then I'm like, oh, wait, yeah. Um, neither of those events happened in the first episode. So I don't know what well, maybe, you both maybe watched. Maybe I was watching the, because I didn't watch, is it two seasons? Yeah. Well, I'd never seen it, so I was starting at episode, like, one, I think. Yeah. So maybe was one, I One-one or two-one? Maybe it was two-one. I, I put know. on Fleabag, and they started me on 2-1 because 2 was the season that just came out. But I'm right. like, no, I need 1-1. One, one, so maybe they did start me on 2-1, but I was still like, no. Mm. I'm I sorry. love it. I love it in the ways that the rest of y'all liked Futurama because I couldn't stand Futurama. I don't like Futurama either. Yeah, that's annoying. Watch that. I couldn't get into that. I was like, this is... Now Bob's Burgers. Uh, yes, that's I love Bob's it, Burgers. It, took, that's me, all you it took me a minute, but I was like, I love that. Other than the fact that I want Louise to get hemmed up, she need to get like the strong arm of a black lady. Wow. But other than that, I like it. I just don't like know it all kids. It's like, calm down. You haven't actually done anything. Yeah, calm but she down. just knows it all in the realm of her, her sister and her, her brother. No, she really she, don't. No, she doesn't. But I mean, but even how she sometimes interacts Comes with her off. parents, it just, it just, hey. that just grates on me. Like, I'm, I'm not for that kind of kid. Um, hey. But I, but I do overall, like, really love the show. Um, I love, t- I, Tina's probably my favorite, but I love, I, but I love Gene as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's just so comfortable with himself. It's just, it's, I love it. I know. Hey, hey, e, I heard you rep for Fleabag. What, what, what do you think of it? I like it. I um, I'm, I don't know if I finished the second season yet, but uh, I'm already into the second season. <laughs> it's British, so it's like like six yeah. episodes. Yeah, in the first one. But yeah, um, it's interesting. I like the Brits. They're they're a funny lot. Fleabag, <laughs> Fleabag is probably one of the best shows I've seen in a long time. It, really it is fantastic. It. I thank you for telling me to keep watching because that was another one I was like, and I'm bowing out. And Lynn was like, no, keep watching it. You were right. <laughs> yeah, it's Enjoy like that. It. Thank you. I will. I will live on this for a minute. <laughs> What's uh, the the writer's name on that? The, the lead actress? Uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. She just did uh, SNL last week. It was hysterical. Yeah, man. Oh, she really? won with the she keeping, killed that. keeping score with yes. the Oh, stories. my God, on the news? Yes. That was magnificent. That, John, that was is the funniest so thing that great. SNL has done in years. That was years. magnificent, man. Who was the musical guest? Uh, Taylor Swift. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I shouldn't have asked. Yeah. No, but she 
she she's she's funny. Man. Oh, she's she's funny. She's and, really funny. And I mean, and it's as funny as she is. The show Fleabag is very funny, but it's very touching, and and it it, it goes some serious places. And then if you watch her other show, Killing Eve, it's a whole nother thing. It's like because uh, that's the one, the show with uh, Sandra O. Oh. I just uh, started watching that. It, right? Yeah, it's really good. That's really good. I mean, Phoebe Waller Bridge is the truth. She is definitely the truth. Uh, I'm feeling her. Yo, I'm so out of touch, dog. I really. You still I, watching Smallville? I have not. <laughs> every now and again. Every now and again, I break mine out. Uh, no, I no I. The last thing I watched on Netflix was a. Uh, I watched Bill Burr's new special, and then. I haven't seen a series, like not. I have not seen a series on Netflix, like an entire series, nothing. I'm so out of touch. It, well, I mean, it's, I mean, you you raising you raising Dion over there, so you know. I, understand. I did just watch. Uh, I did just watch the first season of uh, Doc McSuffins. No, uh, <laughs> no, I have that memorized. Um, I'll patrol. Jack Ryan on Amazon Prime. How is that? I, everybody keeps. Uh, uh, I like that telling a lot. Me about that. I like that a lot. Um, Wendell Pierce, is, yeah. I love that guy and everything. Yeah, and so he's the guy. Um, he's like his his con- his connect, right? Yeah, he's. Um, so if you remember in Clear and Present Danger, Patriot Games, it was uh, Harrison Ford and James Earl Jones. Wendell uh, Wendell Pierce is his James Earl Jones, right? Is like his boss, right? He's so good. He is so good on that man. It is it's fantastic. That first season was really dope. I can't wait for that. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I keep hearing about that. And John Krasinski, was John Krasinski? He's a, he's really goofy looking. Yeah. He's got this really big bulbous nose and these huge ears, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and yet he's still kind of cool. I'm like, all right, all right, I, I guess, kind of. But no, he kills it. He, it's really dope. Yeah, I, I mean, I liked him in uh, A Quiet Place, too, which I would, took me, because I'm just used to The Office. Mm-hmm. And he is, I mean, he is kind of goofy on there. Yeah. Too. I mean, serious, but goofy at the same time, because that whole show is goofy. And uh, um, A Quiet Place was really good. Yeah, I heard good things about I that. loved it. Was it was fantastic. Yeah. That was that thing. Um, it, it was okay. I don't know if it was, yeah, like, yeah, really good. I loved like, and it. And I just watched it. It was well, and, and so the um, the British woman, what is her name? Mm, I don't even know no people. Uh, the Queen. She said, "I don't be knowing no people." Dang, but <laughs> nah. oh, crap. No, she, I ain't know she, nobody. She, was, she also place. played. Um, I would have to Mary see Mary Poppins, the new Mary Poppins. Oh, Emily. Um, Blunt. Emily Blunt. Blunt? Yeah. yeah, and I've loved, I I've loved her since that the Tom Cruise movie. And the thing with A Quiet Place is, I thought she was going to be helpless the whole movie, but then she, she does that work at the end and I was like I love this actress I don't know I just really liked it is that the one with the hearing aid the girl the yeah. hearing aid okay mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah yeah by the end of it I did like it okay I was trying to remember it <laughs> you don't even remember you like nah nah it wasn't all that oh wait no yeah, yeah. Uh, now I remember the end okay it was alright <laughs> took him long enough to learn but it was alright <laughs> I love him alright um it, the hour is getting away, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for us to get to our features. And the first feature on the docket, maybe a little bit of controversy with this one, but let's get into our Tribble of the Week. Look at me, it's the Tribbles we're breeding. And if we don't get them off the ship, we're going to be hip deep in them. Lieutenant O'Hara, how did all these Tribbles get on the bridge? I don't know, sir. 
They do seem to be all over the ship. I'm forced to agree with the doctor. I've been running computations on their rate of reproduction. The figures are taking an alarming direction. They're consuming our supplies and returning nothing. Oh, but they do give us something, Mr. Spock. They give us love. Well, Cyrano Jones says that a triple is the only love that many can buy. That is true. Triple love is the only love that money can buy. I guess. I don't know. They, that's what they said on Star Trek. Um, it's Triple of the Week, ladies and gentlemen, where we take somebody out there in pop culture, in, in, in the culture, and anoint them with their own triple designation for some significant, um, for some piece of significance that happened this week. And I want to put on the table, unless anyone else has someone else that they would choose to nominate, believe it or not, I want to nominate Tyler Perry, because say what you will of, of, of the man's films, and much has been said, much of it by my, me myself. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I do have to give credit where credit is due. And what you give him credit for? I'm giving him credit I, I, I as the first black man to ever open up his very own movie and television studio. Uh, straight down to sound stages and all. This man just christened his own Tyler Perry Studios um, down in a, down in Atlanta, and the, all of the sound stages are named after famous black actors. Um, say what you want about his films, he he does give a lot of people work. He does dig into the archives and brought back Cecily Tyson to reintroduce her to a whole new audience. Um, there are actors and actresses of uh, and directors of, of note who have gotten their start on Tyler Perry Productions. Um, I'm not going to say that his movies, you know, are any good middling quality. Uh, his, his 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 movies and his, and his films. He's struggling. He's struggling. And there is there some stories about. Look, I don't believe I'm saying it either. But you got to mm. give props. You got to give props to, um, you know, the namesake of my show, the Michelle Mission, is Oscar Michelle. And Oscar Michelle not only was a groundbreaking. Uh, writer and the producer in the early part of the 20th century for uh, for doing black his own films and doing them his way and telling the stories that he wanted to tell. It, it, he also distributed those films himself across the country. And the reason why he did that is because he said the only way that we truly can own our own narratives is to be able to own the vehicle by which those narratives are told. And say what you want about Somebody like Spike Lee, who I got mad respect for, and you got mad respect for for um, most of the films in his filmography. At the end of the day, he's a brother that still does have to go and get his films financed. Tyler Perry has built him built himself up into uh, a a functioning, you know, piece of Hollywood that is solely his. We may not like his films for most of us in this room, but lots and 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 lots of people. They do. They like his movies, you know? So who who are we to say that 
they're wrong for liking his movies. And at the end of the day, if, if that's what count, that's what counts, and that's what getting gets him a seat at the table. And now he has his own studio by which he can do his own thing, be truly his own man, and that is something to celebrate. I agree. I agree as well. I just wish he supported the unions. Yeah, I mean, it's problematic for a whole host of reasons. Mm. But True. But opening up his movie studio is groundbreaking and should be applauded, just objectively. Sure, tomorrow I'll be like, you need to pay people. Yeah, But today right. it's like, yeah, good, you opened up a store. So it's not Ben Simmons? <laughs> All right, just check. If you want to put Ben Simmons checking. on that table, you want to put that one three-pointer on the table for Triple of the Week, feel free. Listen, I'll put Ben Simmons up against Medea any day of my life. <laughs> Tough guy. I got a funny feeling. All day, every day. I got a funny feeling Medea's got a better jump shot. And Philly, Philly be like, yeah, you're right. Philly, be like, Philly, Philly would agree with me. I don't know. I don't know. Let's take it to the streets. <laughs> I don't know. Taking take it to the streets. The streets. Taking it to the streets. All the people. Does anyone have anyone else that they would like like to nominate? How about you, Daryl? You're a guest here, but you can nominate a triple. You're a triple. I'm a triple, sure. I don't know. Like someone who did something good this week? Yeah. Of of color. Of color, sure. Okay. Um, hmm. I do know that next week there is a man of color. <laughs> Oprah recording his debut album. Um, Oprah just donated fifteen million dollars to Morehouse University. Oh. Oprah could be a triple of the every week. I mean, just Oprah saying. Breathed. Give her also her true. Just saying. True, but but Oprah was there at the opening of the Tyler Perry Studios, uh, giving him his props to do as well. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it'd be your own Oprah's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then, if no one else has anyone else to nominate, I, I got plenty of people. But you know what I mean, this is what it is. There are other. Weeks I know, right? I'm sitting here just scratching my head. There'll be other weeks. Uh, I mean, I guess he can have it. Like I, I like all those things that he has done. Yes, I approve of that. You well, know, I would rather have been me. I would have liked to have been the first black man with a major <laughs> studio. But, you know, if he beat me to it, you know, you know, he was born first or whatever. So I guess that's all right. He is old. You know, uh, he's so older. it is what it is. So I, mean, I guess I'm going to let him ride on that. Capitalize off but, the black uh, female experience to the point where you can make your own movie studio. Whatever. It's cool. Like, it's good. Do you, boo? Yeah. Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> oh, okay. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I don't want to think of somebody else just because it's Tyler Perry, right? But you know, it's, isn't that crazy? Where it's like, and it's, it's, like, it's like you, you want to see us succeed, and the one that does it, you'd be like, Whoa, why him? This one? Why him? <laughs> like, like, oh, oh man. but you can't be like that. It's like we all gotta succeed. It's like it's people, non-melanated people who aren't great at things and they succeed and it's like I think that's the measure of like equality you know what I mean it's like uh, I, I gotta I don't know if I agree with that just because just be someone has the capacity to operate and navigate those circles doesn't necessarily mean we need to be in support of them right like obviously we want all of us to do well but 
the the means of which that happens needs to be scrutinized as well. Like, yeah, but I think his, I think he his movies definitely are scrutinized. You know, I mean, but none I'm of talking, them. Are... I'm talking generally here. Like, okay. there's plenty of people who are worth a lot of money, and the ways in which they were able to get there is questionable. Right. And I don't know if all of those people should be lauded just because they're up there in that, you know, upper income bracket just because they've made it there. Like some folks don't deserve the laurels that they pay money for. I hear you. I mean, hey, bro. Like, but I think he's going to be triple of the week. That's, that's, that's uh, the, I'm reading in the room here. I mean, my son was student of the month. <laughs> and he don't never listen to nobody. <laughs> Ice Girl student, triple student of the month. So, yeah, I mean, he's way cooler than, than Medea. So, and know. has a better jump shot than Ben Simmons. Yes, but- he does. No, no, I, 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 I mess with you. Like, yeah, there is a, there is a level of, sort of like meh about Tyler Perry, but what he did is impressive. The the idea the idea that he was able to you know what I mean take all this money it's like you know like that you know <laughs> you know taking Rockefeller Coke money and making it an industry out of it you know what I mean and they're like all right you you did a lot of filthy things <laughs> to get money but I guess you're I guess you're doing something with it so all right let let let's see what happens okay look I like for this to be some type of I just need Carl Jones to come out with something else like say please. Give me some kind of tea. Dante, Dante's uh, moving to the microphone. So um, on YouTube chat, they said Ava DuVernay because she's all. We already did it. Ava, Ava, Ava was first. Ava That's DuVernay right. was our first yeah, triple of the week, uh, okay. YouTube. So thank you. But she is already. Um, There's only one week? Yeah, one per week. Oh, one per week. And once you get one, that's it? Yeah, she's already a triple now, so um, we can't yeah, we so make her another give, triple we, again. We give her, you know? give her an AKA. Yeah. She could be. She could be. It's still another award, though. So yeah, I mean, so, she gonna we gotta give away a citizenship, okay? You have to <laughs> add one more person. It's not just you so. Know. So just so the, the YouTube knows, uh, our previous winners of Triple of the Week were Ava DuVernay, um, who was hooray. Hooray, Array Tribble after her Array 360 um, film um, distribution uh, company. And Billy Porter from Pose. And he is, oh, it's, it's, it's his name on Pose. Pray Tell Tribble. Right, Pray Tell Tribble. So those are the, the previous Tribbles of the week. And now it will be Tyler Perry, which means that apparently begrudgingly, we have to <laughs> give him a triple designation. That one? <laughs> that one triple. Tri- I mean, I, Medea triple's not taken. I, I, that's what it's I'm just not, saying. Just Medea triple and just move on. And, <laughs> I, hate, I, hate, I hate the that's fact the that name. that has to be a name in our baby, though. Like, you really want to do this? Well, if it's going to be... If, I mean, what else you want to name? Well, he don't, it don't got to be Medea triple. He can't be died of a mad black triple. Can it be can it, can it be TP after his initials? Or some toilet other acronym? Paper, toilet paper. I, I mean, hey, his name's Tyler Perry in it. Okay, okay. This is not gonna look Peril- good. Perilous triple. Hallelujah triple. You you you, <laughs> you got you guys do realize that, you know, what I like to do is take a clip of this and use it on social media to promote the triple of the week. Listen, I think this is the best one yet. <laughs> Real rap. I, I, 
said the best way what yet. I said. If he got a problem with it, he could see me, bro. Like I, I got a whole bunch of other things to say. I'm I mean, honestly, yeah, because if he wants to make a phone call, I can give him a lot of Leo, texts. I'm being kind, Like, for we can real. have a whole conversation. Okay. Like, let me tell you about a script, dog. Right. <laughs> oh, now you're going to pimp a script after you you don't want to put him in I'm the I'm going to give thing. him tips so on how to improve his own. I'm not trying to sell mine. I'm going to turn this whole thing around. You're going to turn it around. His whole drink. His whole drink. <laughs> like, look, Tyler, 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 listen. God <laughs> is not the only game in town, dog. <laughs> You could talk to all kinds of crowds. No, man. I'm going to save it for him. <laughs> Tyler, when you hear this, could we go and tweet you? Holla at a triple. I don't, gotcha. think, I don't think we should tweet him. <laughs> no, no tweet. Well, I don't tweet at all. So, you know, that's just against what my about, personal beliefs. What about, okay. <laughs> what about perilous triple? Why perilous? Perry, Perry. Perilous. No, you, I think that's a stretch. That's too much. I don't want a Medea in the nation. I'm gonna just say it. Can I be frank? I don't want that. I don't want it. I don't want it. It's the whole name. The whole name is Medea Triple, and then move on. Please say the and move on. Oh, I like that. It's like Weezy F Baby. Did, is that what I said? So wait a minute. It's like a pimp named Slickback. <laughs> you say the whole, say the whole thing. So, so, so Tyler Perry. <laughs> <laughs> In commemoration of the opening of Tyler Perry Studios, will now and forevermore be known in Triple Nation as Medea Triple and now move on. <laughs> oh, wow. It has a ring to it. <laughs> Thank you for the button, Master Triple. All right. Um, you're listening to WPPM LP. What yeah, I got to do it all over. You're, you're listening to WPPMLP Philadelphia, 106.5 FM. And now it is time, ladies and gentlemen, let's take a trip to Ariel's Reading Garden. What's up, Triple Nation? It's the Amazon Pixie herself here in her beautiful, beautiful garden. Floating around, being a pixie, being an Amazon, reading books. Um, <laughs> uh, this week, again, Image. Um, that's where I'm at right now. Do y'all um, get anything else out of Malcolm besides Image Comics? No, that's not all. Yeah, but that's all I'm reading. Every time I'm like, this looks interesting, it's like it's an Image book. Um, so this week uh, is uh, actually an anthology, uh, Thought, Thought Bubble Anthology. Uh, came out this week, October 9, 2019. Uh, <clears throat> a collection of new short stories and art by some of the best in the business, uh, including Benji Goldsmith, Kim Joy, Mildred Lewis, Luke Pearson, Pernille Oram, Lee Carbett, a- Abigail Jill Harding, Daniel Warren Johnson, Becky Cloonan, Tula Latay, Jock, and Jerry Dugan. Those are the writers. The artists, Benji Goldsmith, Kim Joy, Mildred Lewis, Luke Pearson, Pernell. Orem, Lee Garbett, oh, a lot of the same people, <laughs> uh, Abigail, Jill Harding, uh, Daniel Warren Johnson, Becky Cloonan, Tula Latay, Jock, and Jerry Dugan. Well, they were the same. I should have looked at that before. Um, but yeah, so it's like, it's just um, kind of standard comic size book, but it is an anthology. None of the stories are more than like two pages long. Um, and so you just get some like really cute stories in there the first story is actually kind of like this meta 
every panel is a is like somebody reading a comic book and then the next panel is the comic book they were reading becomes the subject reading a comic book and mm. it, it was just cute it was just like this it, it, I was like oh that was actually really cute and then the, the next one's like a like an actual recipe to make brownies so it's just a, a comic book about uh, her waking up and deciding I want to make brownies and then she actually gives you the recipe like you need it you need two eggs and one egg yolk like, and I just thought it was super cute so all of the stories you know, some are um, kind of futuristic and weird, and some of them are just kind of light and fluffy. Um, but just a, a nice mix um, to kind of be introduced to, you know, the people out in the business doing the work. Um, nice. Yeah, it was, just, it was just super cute. I enjoyed it. Um, this is not the, the read of the week, but I'll say honorable mention. Uh, a Ruby comic came out this week, and I love Ruby. Um, it is uh, American anime. Um, and I am behind on the anime, so I'm not actually sure if the book is a continuation of things that happened in the story or not. But just putting that out there, um, this is my pick of the week. But just letting y'all know that if you're Ruby fans, there's a comic out this week. Go check it out. Okay, cool. But uh, as per usual, uh, if you are interested in uh, acquiring this lovely comic, um, all you need to do is email blacktribbles at gmail.com. That is blacktribbles at gmail.com and have the title thought bubble in the subject line Um, and also I'm not sure if we had a winner yet Um, I do now have a copy of something is killing the children Um, that was from a couple weeks ago so if there is a winner your book is on the way yes we do have a winner okay cool well congratulations it's en route cool all right thank you Ariel thank you Lynn for this report from the garden ladies and gentlemen And now it is time. I hope you know how very lucky you are to know me since I'm so incredibly incredible. (laughs) What's good? Triple Nation, it's brought to you this week in Geek History. October 7th, 1952, American inventors Norman Joseph Woodland and Bernard Silver are granted the U.S. patent for classifying apparatus and method described as an article classification through the medium of identifying patterns. Of course, today we better know these identifying patterns as barcodes. Woodland and Silver eventually sold their patent for $15,000, but were later inducted into inventors of Hall of Fame. October 8th, 1992, the video game Mortal Kombat Kombat! is released into arcades, now one of the most popular fighting games series in history. The original Mortal Kombat became well known for its graphic display of blood and the deadly finishing moves known as fatalities. October 9th, 1876, Alexander Graham Bell and Thomas Watson demonstrate the first two-way phone call over outdoor wires. Bell and Watson made their call between the cities of Boston and Cambridge. Also on October 9th, 1974, Frank Robinson became the first black Major League Baseball manager. He was a manager of the Cleveland Indians. October 10th, 1980, Midway releases the video game Pac-Man to arcades in North America. While the Japanese release under the name Puckman occurred in May of that year, 
the game's popularity didn't take off until being released into the United States. October 13, 1914, Garrett Morgan and invented and patented the gas mask. Also on October 13th, but in 1901, Edith Sampson, the first black female delegate to the United Nations, was born. This Week in Geek History, brought to you by this really cool picture that Dante got me. <laughs> I just, I've been eyeballing it. Like I'm sure they're going to start asking me if I've got a problem with something. Back to you, Len! Thank you, Kennedy, for this Week in Geek History report, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for one of our newer features. It is actually our newest feature, and it goes a little something like this. Super Triple, take it away. Hey there, how you do? It's your man, Arsh Underwoice Reason. The Super Triple is in the joint. Uh, the Commander-in-Chief of Team Daddy-ish. And this week, uh, I, I know uh, the first time we talked about, you know, like raising your kids geek and so on and so forth. This week, I want to get into the idea of let them be who they are. Uh, I got three kids, and I'm pretty lucky because i've got one that's an artist and i've got one that's a musician and my little guy's a sports guy like he all he wants to do is play football and he tries to get his brother to play football with him and he's not a football guy at all it's it's kind of sad and so i uh it's fun uh we have a good time doing it and you know trying to get him to play football is like trying to get alex to draw and trying to get amy it's you know you they've got lanes uh, and they discover them pretty quickly and enjoy their lanes L- make sure that they are all about their lanes don't try to force your kids into other lanes your 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 children no matter how much you love them are not your second chance at life, you know? And, you know, there's a lot of cats out here that are, they played high school ball and they're they're the Al Bundy in the room. And they're like, well, I wasn't able to get a, a scholarship. My son's going to get a scholarship. And, you know, maybe that kid wants to, just wants to play a jazz flute. You know, maybe he, maybe he's just, he's going to be the world's greatest court stenographer. Uh, maybe football's just not his thing. Let your kids be their, be who they are. Let them find their own dreams. And, you know, don't, for God's sake, don't let the, don't make them try and be you. Words of wisdom from the Super Triple, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate that. That's uh, one to grow on. Here on Black Tribbles, 106.5 FM, Philly Cam, People Power Media, here in the city of brotherly love and sisterly affection. We got the comedian, the Joker Tribbles in the building, Daryl Charles. What's up, D? Hi. And we're talking, you're the Joker Tribble because you are a big Joker fan. I am, yeah. When did that all begin? That's a great question. Actually, I think I did a, um, I did an internship at DC Comics when I was like a teenager. Really? Yeah. Nice. It was really neat. Well, um, was it because you wanted to get into comics, or is just the opportunity? Because my cousin had a, a, a plug. 
my cousin like worked in like some community center and they were okay. like, we want to hire some black child. And they were, she was like, I know a black child. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one of those. It was actually funny, but when I had to do the interview, so I had to go, so I had to wear my suit to, to school. And it was I had to a, wear my suit, the one suit. Yeah, <laughs> the one suit. But it was, a, it was an Easter suit. So it was like a nice, um, like an olive green three-piece suit that was very baggy. I wore it the entire day. <laughs> In school, because I was like, I have a job interview. And then I went to this job interview, and I know that everyone there was just so tickled <laughs> by this little boy. Just How old were you? Suit. I was 15. Okay. But, like, just, like, I want to do stuff. And I know that they, like, in my mind's eye, I could see them stifling laughter as they go, oh, yeah? Like, oh, look at you in your daddy suit. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I did that for a while, and I was, like, a big X-Men guy, but working at DC Comics, they had me essentially just, like, get ready, get all their stuff ready for cons. Right. right? Just collate their stuff. And so in the off time, I just read everything that I could get my hands on mm -hmm. that I was also cataloging. And uh, I read a ton of, like, decent, not decent, but just good jokes stories and you know he's just the antithesis to Batman and I I like that and, that, and I mean some of the I mean the thing that like Batman is the only person that scares him is right. the Joker right like right. that that sort of things like the dude who can plan for everything knows that when he's on the loose it's a problem mm. like was it No Man's Land yeah, couldn't find the Joker, and like every time they brought it up, Batman was just like, "I don't want to think about that. I got a lot of other things to do." <laughs> right, right, right. And then when it turns out he just kidnapped all of the babies, <laughs> it was like, "Oh, oh no!" Like, yeah. Oh so. yeah, oh yeah, because that's the isn't it No Man's Land where um, uh, Commissioner Gordon's wife, uh, Joker murders her. Yeah, Sarah Essen. Yeah, yeah, she gets she gets murdered. Thanks, Lynn. Spoilers. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's what. 20 years old it's okay. more than that but yeah it's fine but yeah that's the thing I mean I, I always like a good Joker story they're always good alright that's cool well as the Joker triple it was it was apropos that we bring you to the show go ahead go I ahead. have for you the best Joker story of all time uh Adventure Superman 14 by Max Landis um so Joker shows up in Metropolis and he's like well I'm gonna you know mess with Superman this time and he's, you know, Superman's kind of laughing at his jokes and stuff. And he's like, what are you doing? Like, stop it. Why are you Why are you laughing at my jokes? No, this isn't how this is supposed to go at all. And it, it was more, it was very much Max Landis speaking about the Joker through Superman. But there's a great panel that's got, it's it's eight, uh, eight panels. And Joker's just monologuing. And each picture is... Oh, I remember. He goes from Cesar Romero to uh, Jack, Jack Nicholson, Heath Ledger, uh, Mark Hamill, like every Joker. Uh, and Jock, I don't know if you know how, how Jock's style is. It's really just kind of almost fuzzy, okay. but you can see how you know everybody has this look. And, it, and, it, and eventually Superman it just kind of breaks it down. He's like, you're not that interesting. Like, anyone could do any of the things that you're doing at... I'm, I'm, I'm not impressed, and so you know he you know he foils the Joker and he goes to, to Metropolis, and he's like he goes to, to Gotham and he tells he's like you knew he was like don't don't let him show up in my town you let him show up in my town again see what happens and he just left just flew out of the back just put a hole in the back cave and flew out and that was the end of the story brilliant stuff though uh, Max Landis is is, is fantastic 
Uh, you got to give that a read. It's cool. definitely yeah. worth your time. Adventures of Superman 14. Number 14, yeah. Cool. What's, what has been a, a memorable Joker story for you, Darren? Why was it so that you've read over the years? Um, I mean, I, I really like the... Uh, the, the No Man's Land one, uh, mm-hmm. obviously, that that was a cool one. That's another one that I've read. The one where he puts him on trial, like he gets him locked in Arkham. Arkham Asylum. Yeah, Arkham Asylum. Yeah. That one was decent. There was like one interview. It was like a one-page, like, essentially just a dialogue, and it was like, interview with the Joker. And this reporter is interviewing Joker, like, asking him about, like, you know, why is he so psychotic and why does right. he do what he do, does and stuff like that and he was like you know the Joker essentially is like you know it, just, it doesn't take much to get things done sometimes you just want to get a good laugh out or something he's like like for instance you know these cookies that are at this table uh, you know it only takes a little bit of peanuts to really get with somebody who has a peanut allergy and as he's explaining you know what it took to make the cookies the reporter is like choking and gagging and dying Wow. In the interview. Right. It's this cool stuff like that, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so you kill Mongator. Like, you ain't even paying attention to what's in your body. You ain't interview these cookies. And dead. Gotcha. Spawn's dead. All right. All right. So at the Joker Triple, we thought it was apropos to bring you into the studio today as we want to talk about the the character Joker, especially in this time when Joker is definitely on everyone's lips because of Joaquin Phoenix and director Todd Phillips' film Joker, which hit last week, made almost $100 million in its opening week. Yeah, $95 million in its opening weekend. Definitely a hit. I don't know how many of you Tribbles have seen the film. I have. I've seen the film. Isaiah. Not yet. Okay. I've seen. I've seen. What? Um. It's got mixed reviews so far. At least. At least from what I can see. Um. And I. I have to say my review of it is a little mixed as well. Um. But I can't knock Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix is a beast in that movie. Most certainly. What were your thoughts on it, D? Uh. <clears throat> I uh, just for other like writing things that I'm doing. I really like the fact that uh, I was worried about the movie coming out because I was like, the Joker doesn't have an origin story, right? Like that's the thing. Mm-hmm. It's like he's a liar, right? He, yeah, he, he's never telling you the truth, right? Yeah. You know, I really like that part in The Dark Knight where he, he changes his origin story over and over again because it's not about what made him; it's the fact that he exists. Right, this is a real thing. And uh, the neat thing about the way that the movie works is that the Joker is still an unreliable narrator. That's true. Right? And, like, that that trope in movies is, like, just really cool to me all mm-hmm. of a sudden. Like, just unreliable narrators. Like, you see Tanya? Yeah. Tanya Harding movie? Yeah, like, I, Tanya. Yeah, I, Tanya. Like, that was just, that was another unreliable narrator thing. It was just, like, it was a really cool way to, like, turn it meta. But anyway, um, so I thought that was cool. I thought it was a well-done movie. Uh, yeah. Not nearly, like, when I was reading reviews and stuff like that, they were... You know, it's all people saying like, "Oh, it's just so ultra violent, and it just it does nothing but like justify incels and stuff like that." And it's like when I watched the movie, I was like, "All of these people were lying. That is not what happened in that movie at all. <laughs> like at all. Like there was no, yeah. Like the when you watch the movie unfold, no one is saying that Joker's in the right. No, nobody in that movie is." But he is decide. What I will say though is that he is decidedly the protagonist of this film, definitely, and that can be a little disturbing because at the, 
um, as a protagonist, he pretty much is celebrated for doing some pretty foul stuff. I'm trying not, I don't want to spoil it, you know. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he is a villain. Yeah. And so it's a movie about a villain. Villainous things should happen, you know. I don't want, yeah, I don't want to give away the movie, but like, yeah, if if it was a movie where like everyone was wrong and he was right, I'd be like, this is a terrible movie, right? But I mean, I guess I guess as a protagonist, like he is a villain, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that there usually is, like, I was waiting for there to be this one inciting moment in this movie where, because. You could tell from the trailers that you're meant to feel like a little sorry for him, like he's beat upon, and um, like he's he, he's um, and he, he's a very sullen guy, even though he's got this tick that makes him laugh uncontrollably. Um, Man, the acting on that laugh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like Joaquin is in the full yeah. Joaquin in this movie. He right. he he is. If you're going to see it, he's the reason to see this movie. Yeah. And to your point, it is a well-made movie like the 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 feel of it comes bleeds off the screen but because he is so sullen i was waiting for there to be like this this one inciting moment when he flips for to be the joker and now he's just doing just out and out bad things Mm -hmm. and while he is doing bad things because there is there is murder in here the murder if you try to get into his mindset at least a little bit, right. you you could wrap yourself around to work yourself into the reasoning for why he does what he does. Oh, yeah, sure. As Ev- opposed to the Joker, who sometimes is just mindless, like just boom, 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 boom. Yeah, but I think it, because it's an origin story, one, you know, it's every, every villain is the hero of their own story. Mm-hmm. And this is that story for the Joker, like what, what got him to do it. But... You know that idea of like the Joker just shows up and all of a sudden he has he's holding Gotham for ransom. It's kind of you know comic book fanciful. That's true. not how anybody would start, right? And so if you're thinking of this as like an origin story, like yeah, that's probably where you would go. It touches on a lot of the tropes that the Joker tends to use. Mm-hmm. It's like very lo-fi. Usually involves the television. Usually it's broadcasting to people's homes. Like it, it like. That kind of stuff was just neat to do it on a really small scale, but it is a very much a Joker kind of thing. Hey, yeah, it. Uh, but look, it, it's making a lot of money. It's it's got it's yeah. got it's got a weird scene. I was wondering, you know, one of the things that you know when people were talking about like how he supposed they were worried that he would become sort of the the hero of the yeah. There have been lots of villains. For a very long time, and I'm I'm trying to figure out why why we're so scared that this guy is going to be the guy. Like, am I the only one that saw Scarface? He was a Scarface. terrible. He was a terrible human being that entire movie. Yeah, but 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 this Joker is not. He's not a terrible human being. But what I'm, what I'm saying is, there are always going to be terrible <laughs> people. And just because just because he's you know. You're 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 you feel a little bit sad for him. Doesn't make him any less terrible. What they're what they're concerned about is a certain demographic of people uh, identifying with this man's arc. 
right? And feeling empowered and emboldened by the visibility of a story like that and empowering these people to take their frustrations out on large groups of people the way that white men have tended to do very recently. But, and without a doubt, but like, you know, uh, I I would put the president to blame for way more than I was about to say that. Like, yeah. If the president's yeah. doing that, that right that's, now, that's, this that's, movie's the problem. This yeah. that is the argument why Scarface wasn't such a threat because there wasn't an orangutan that was a hate monger in office at the time. Ah, the policies of the president at the time are what made Scarface become Scarface. Yeah, that is so yeah, really, yeah. Scarface came out when Reagan was president. Yeah, and but Reagan wasn't forty five. Like no, not yeah. not great. Obviously, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, there's issues with, with both administrations, but Reagan wasn't tweeting from his toilet inciting violence and, and hate-mongering. You know what I'm saying? No, but he was you see what I'm saying? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? He definitely got his, uh, his, 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 I don't know what to call it, his stuff. He has his He things. did things. Iran-Contra happened the entire I just, time. And- I just don't want to be in a movie theater when that person decides to do the thing. That happened during Dark Knight. It's hack at this point. Uh, you know, you know what? <laughs> I'm good. But see, but but like, there's a scene. I don't. I'm. I'm. Don't want to spoil it. But there's a, a scene at the end. Like as I'm watching this movie, and 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 I didn't want. I went into it this movie. You know, hearing all of the, the controversy, people thinking about all this type of stuff, and I could see where people might pull that from the film. But I thought that. If you were reasonably of reasonable intelligence, you would know the difference. But 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 but, 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 but one there is a part at the end, near the like as this movie is winding up, where this is where it this could cause problems because like you know without trying to paint the full picture, this city comes to love this guy. Yes. And that is where it could be very hazardous to have that type of thing celebrated the way that it is on this screen. The, the actions of the Joker, the actions of the Joker, I, to not give away the movie, obviously, but like the actions of the Joker, the actions of the Joker, the things that rile up the city are separate. They 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 meet like, you know, it's like yeah, right. a plot and a B plot that have that, you know, one scene that's literally with the on the fence mm-hmm. that you know is where those two plots meet but like i think you know part of the neat thing about the movie is that like yeah these people aren't on his side he just happened and, and i mean spoiler alert he actually says that he's he's not political he doesn't care at all true that like, he actually says that so so like the the political things that are happening are kind of separate from him but that's just the way that the movie was like you know mashed together to do that so yeah. the, the fact that people are acting badly is not because of the Joker. It's, you know, I guess it's that idea of, like, anyone could be the Joker. Yeah, and anyone right now doesn't make me feel safe to be in a movie theater. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, the seats recline. <laughs> October 16th, folks. <laughs> He's got the jokes. 8 p.m. <laughs> um... With all that, with all that being said, with the film, it's a huge. It, it is a huge hit. I, I do agree with you, Kennedy. It's a film that you could wait to see it at home. I, like I said, I think I think it's worth seeing for for his his performance. Um, but with that being said, 
Do you think? Do you think that it's uh, this movie is such a hit because of the performance of Joaquin, which people can kind of like, you know, see what they're yeah. in for when you sure. look at the trailer. Yeah, it, but, I mean, like the amount of time he spends as that character is just breathtaking. But yes, yes. Yeah. Um, or is it a hit because of Joker himself? Is the character attractive himself? Because I actually was, when they first announced this movie, which they announced before, you know, Todd Phillips and, and Joaquin Phoenix were attached, I was like, really? A Joker film? Yeah, I was the same way. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, dog. Yeah. Like, maybe animated. Even then, just maybe. I was like, I, you know, the, the, these comic book movies nowadays are going to make money no matter what they do. So it's like they're putting out a Joker movie. It's like, well, I hope it's not bad. Yeah. You know, especially DC-related properties. Like, I just hope it's not trash. And it wasn't. And so I'm just like, oh, cool. It didn't suck. Right, right, <laughs> right. Because oh, they, they could have really messed it up. Uh, yeah. They've but, been known to mess up a movie or two. Yeah. But I do think that, like, that all that controversy is what kind of made the movie make as much money as it did. And it, it, it wouldn't surprise me if... Todd Phillips is, uh, that's his name, right? Yeah, yeah the if, director. Yeah, if he's just giggling behind the scenes that, like, he's whipped up all this fury over just saying that, like, you know, people are soft. Well, he's whipped up some fury, mm-hmm. uh, especially with his comments about comedy yeah. and how you can't be funny anymore. Yeah. Um, that's whipped up a, a whole mess of trouble. And it's interesting that actually some of the stars of his film have actually slapped him down a little bit. Uh, Mark Marin, who stars in the film, kind of, like, slapped him down pretty nice, like, like, Go boy, yeah. go and be. No, no, no. He did. No, he disagreed with him. He, yes, he disagreed, he disagreed with him hard. He, okay, that's what I'm saying. Go boy, come on now. That, from, more or less, that's Marin, what he said. From Mark Maron. Really? Yes, yes. <laughs> Mark Maron. You don't like Mark Maron? No, I think Mark Maron's hilarious. Mark Maron doesn't. He doesn't. No. He, he, Mark Maron's a, Mark what Maron's are you a saying? guy. Mark Maron's a guy that can disagree with you, but he's not going to slap you down. He's, well, I, no. I think I think what he said verbally was more or less a verbal slap down to Todd Phillips and telling him to go back to his room. I do. That's the way I read it. Well, I think okay. he was more talking about comedy in the grand scheme of things. But he was talking in reference to what Todd Phillips basically came out and saying, like, this woke culture means that you can't be you can't be funny anymore. Right, that's why he stopped doing comedies. That's what he said. There's no due date two because people are too soft. Yeah. There was a due date one. Yeah, yeah there was exactly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but he. But he said left comedy because now you can't make jokes anymore. And what Mark Maron said was, if your jokes mean that someone has to feel bad, maybe you're not funny. Right, and maybe Ty Phillips wasn't funny. That's that's all I'm saying. He was was a slap down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like a sound, you know, frame of logic. Yeah, sure. Yes. I know I don't have any trouble getting laughs. (laughs) Never had a difficulty, especially not every Thursday night. Did y'all wait till I got here to do that? Hopefully you did that before I got here. We did. Okay. Yes. Oh, Eric knows what to do. I don't even think he's called Master Trouble anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's an alias. <laughs> um, so, Joker's a hit. Does this mean that Joaquin Phoenix is now and forevermore? Is, is he our Joker? I'd prefer him to um, Jared Leto. Yeah, that was not a good look. That, was, uh, that, that one, you know, but that whole movie is just, they owe me like $20. <laughs> <laughs> that whole thing, I'm just like. As the Joker triple, can back. you put your finger on exactly 
what was wrong with Jared Leto's Joker? I mean, because there are different interpretations of the Joker, you know? Um, and some do, like, like, because I'm just thinking, you know, actually what I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about the two probably, to my mind, most out there depictions of the Joker, which were Jared Leto in Suicide Squad and then going to the animated um, series The Batman. Um, that Joker who like had like the locks and all that stuff. Those that two was prob- Kevin Michael Richardson, yeah. right? Yeah. Who voiced them? That was pro- those two are probably the like the most wildly different Jokers, yeah. and and yet the the Batman one still kind of felt Jokerish to me. You know what I mean? It was just it was zany for kids, yeah. right? That, that was the thing that limited that. All of Suicide Squad was trash. True. So I, you know. I, it's almost hard to be like Jared Leto let me down. Mm-hmm. It was the whole movie was terrible, right? But uh, I, and honestly, I'm not the right one to answer this question because I've kind of, uh, you know, I did the Dumbledore thing where you you pluck the memory <laughs> out and then and flush it, in, but I didn't even do that. That shit hit the floor. It hit the floor is what I meant. <laughs> October. Okay, so so you can't put your finger on what... I don't really remember much about the movie. What did you think? You saw Suicide Squad, right, Randy? Yeah. What did you think of Jared Leto's Joker? I thought his Joker was as Joker as any other Joker. There's a reason for that. If you look at the way that the character has been detailed over the last 80 years, anything that the Joker does, because of the level of his insanity works so one day he could walk your dog just because he's out on the street and he's like i'm gonna walk your dog the next day he could eat your dog because he felt like eating your dog any of it works they've made this character so bizarre and so absurd that anything that he does is joker so any portrayal of the joker is is Joker. Cesar Romero is as Joker as Heath Ledger. And Heath Ledger is as Joker as Jack Nicholson. And Joaquin Phoenix is as Joker as Jared Leto. Anything this character, the, 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 the way they've sort of adapted this character over the last 40 years or so, he does it whatever the hell he wants. So anything works regardless of the level of Inanity, insanity. It could be you could you could you could theoretically write a book about the Joker just not rewinding his videotapes in the eighties and returning them all unrewound, and it would be Joker. Okay, so so it all works. So if it all works, then what would have to be done? And let's keep it in the world of live action. What would have to be done with the character Joker in a live action property for it not to feel Jokerish for you? It's too late. So, so anything for, can be for me, no limit. For it's me, all good. If, if, if you've got green hair and you know white pasty skin and red lips, and you're saying you're the Joker, okay, because that's what they've done with the character. The character has been sort of has been placed in this level of insanity of insanity that any of it works, and anybody could play it. I, you know, what I mean, like. You know, Denzel Washington could play a Joker. It fits doesn't mean it works. It does work because because 
because the character is so wide open. Okay, so therefore you feel it so fits the character. Anyth- that don't mean it yes, works. It I don't want to see character. him like, oh, I'm gangster. Oh, I have jewels. Oh, I'm a mobster. Like, Why not? I, I don't think that. Why not? That, 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 that don't feel like him to me. When yeah, I put my hands on the Joker, that ain't what I'm touching. So I don't like that. I didn't like that Joker. I didn't like that Jared Leto. Whether you liked it or not is irrelevant. That's exactly what he's asking. It's Thank you. The and nature you, of the character is that any anything he does is like okay, okay. That's that's Joker. That's too. Joker for you. That that's you. But it's that's all you. Joker. That's you. That's the thing. I, I don't. I don't accept Jerry Leto. So that's not Joker to me. How about that? I didn't now. write it. <laughs> I didn't write it. Are you gonna break this up? Are you just gonna let them tear up the house like this? I didn't write it. I, I didn't have to write it. it. I'm just letting you know. He asked the question, and he you ain't got the answer he wanted. So I'm just that's why I, I don't give a damn if he got the answer. He, I, I, Nobody gives a damn what they want. That ain't the point. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is society. <laughs> if they break up my china, uh, we are gonna have to talk. Go ahead, Daryl. I yeah. When when I. Th- think about the Joker and like I'm sitting here trying to think about what I remember from the Jared Leto portrayal. It's like, yeah, that kind of like the the like being in the VIP room at a nightclub mm-hmm. is really not Jokery to me. Right. Like he, he doesn't seem like the kind of person who cares about the flash and the fame. He he definitely wants to be seen. He wants to affect as many people as possible. But the kind of dude who's just gonna take shots and in the VIP room. In the VIP room at a club, that just seems weird. And again, you know, DC especially loves giving different creators their licenses to do whatever they want. Break all the rules, do your thing, and then if it's popular enough, it kind of becomes canon later. Right. I'm, I'm, you know, and I so when it was the Jared Leto and I saw the you know, damage thing and the, the teeth and the, I was like, man. All I the guess, tats. Yeah, all the tats. I was like, I guess you got to let artists do art. But when I watched the movie, I was just like, this just feels false to me. Again, he was only in like you know eight scenes, five scenes in that movie. It wasn't about the Joker. It was no. about the Suicide Squad. Yeah, he Squad. stuck it up so much. <laughs> That's true, because they, they, they left a lot on the uh, cutting, room floor. Uh, cutting room floor. Not enough. Of the Joker. <laughs> you mean it could have been worse? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I it guess could've. it always can be. It could have been. So, so e, that didn't feel Joker for you. No, no. That was not popping for me. What's Joker for you? Um, I mean, like, well, you know, all my iterations of him or knowledge come from, you know, viewing moving things. Mm-hmm. Not one of these picture books you guys refer to so often. <laughs> wow. So everything that's a motion picture so dark is how there. I know. The Joker. So, you know, Jack Nicholson, you know, my first introduction, you know, seems more classic. You know, you know, the little suit, the hat, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, a little dance through the museum, whatever. Like, that's classic my favorite is the heath ledger like okay. i love that one to no end like yeah. that i think that's like just holds the pinnacle for me why what what about that depiction because it is different than jack nicholson wildly so um i don't know it was just like from him going down to like having so many stories about his scars mm-hmm. to being like kind of ruthless you know and just like no nonsense kind of a thing you know what i mean like he had his quirks about him but he was still like very much a threat yeah he was an agent I wasn't threatened by Jared Leto I just felt like like yo like I didn't scrap tougher stuff than you off my shoe you know what I mean like, right he, he didn't he, he he wasn't that I don't know he didn't have that je ne sais quoi alright okay. <laughs> you know alright Kennedy I haven't heard from you except you know you took the china off the table yeah cause 
Look at the defensive line over here. <laughs> well, you know, we're talking about DC. You know how Randy gets. Whoo. Um. Yeah. I. Uh, mm. I know if it's not Mark Hamill, the animated series. You mean as far as the Joker in general, or the or the film? Well, yeah, because we're not we're we're off the film so much, but just about the character himself and and. Uh, the, I mean, you know, Heath Ledger, Ledger did a tremendous job, you know, within that universe. Um, I feel like you almost have to treat it the way you would within its its own bubble, right? I didn't see Suicide Squad. I knew better. <laughs> so I, I, I can't speak on that directly. Um, but I think for Tim Burton's Batman, you know, Jack Nicholson was, was on point. I feel like... They did a little weird things with making him Jack Napier and trying to make him the origin of the bat. Thought that was a little forced, but <laughs> there's a little bit of that in Joker. It's a little forced too. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's real okay. forced. Um, it's literally fingers in your mouth making you smile, forced. Jeez. And at the yeah, it's as close as a spoiler as yeah. I'll get. Yeah. Okay. That was so weird. Yes, it's a very weird scene. So weird. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> So, you know, those two being the only cinematic jokers I'm familiar with, I, I think I think they did well for what they were in, you know. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like Mark Hamill is the longest running joker at this point. So Well certainly, yeah. Uh it's hard for me to hear any of his other voice work and not hear Joker. Um but yeah, I mean Do I you just, like the character of the Joker? Yeah, I yeah, I I mean as far as sociopathic murdering Dick tooths are concerned, you know. I mean, it's, it's, it is what it is. He's not my favorite Batman villain, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's definitely one of the most formidable ones. Certainly, definitely right. a heavy hitter. Um, but because he can be violent or hilarious, there's really no way to know what that interaction is going to be like when he pops up. So, I, you know, I he is what he is. I take it as part of the ensemble. Mm-hmm. And now, Isaiah, you saw the movie, right? You saw Joker. Sorry. Yeah, I did see it. Yeah, what'd you think of it? Uh, I would say, uh, originally, like um, Daryl mentioned, if anyone who said that it would like incite this sort of, I guess, incelish sort of mentality and cause an uprising, I think you blatantly missed the the movie by like a huge mark. Even even at the end when you said, you know, that scene that happens, I was like, all right, whatever. But to me, it, it just generally was an origin story of this character that we know is supposed to be dark, twisted and demented and messed up and very uh, just out of ordinary. Mm-hmm. And it actually gave this character a origin story that's like, oh, I see how he gets to that point now. But yeah, I see how he gets to that point now, and yeah, no, my angles were all messed up. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. But yeah, uh, no, no, I, no, I mean that. Like, yo, I appreciate you. It's been a long day. But um, yeah, like it, it was a good movie. It was solid. Where do you I'm not on? seeing it again. No, no, no it, it was like a lot to process. Yeah, I definitely don't need to see it twice. Oh, I'd watch it again, but no, nah, dog, it was two hours and two minutes. I'm good. I wouldn't pay to see it again. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't pay to see it again. I I still wouldn't see it again. One and done for me. Um, two hours and two minutes. Yeah, is, is that? Yeah, no, it's not even like a long that, film. It's, it's not. Long. No, no, no. It's not that. It's long. It's just the character okay. literally. All right. 
Like okay. it's just a lot to okay. take in. Yeah, yeah it's it, there, there, there's 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 no sunshine in this. Conflict. Yeah, like I will say, like the whole trigger warning stuff. Like, all right, I see what they were talking about. I'm like, yeah, there's a lot. There's I mean, a whole lot. It's a dark movie. Like it gets bad, then worse, and then evil, and then underneath that, and then oh. Oh, a new level. There's a That's new a level. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a new sub basement. Yeah, no, there's not a single ray of sunshine. But um There were some there were some light rays in the hospital. Oh, when Really? The, when when he's dancing for the really? kids as a clown and a gun falls out of Dog. his dog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, fam, what so are you funny. thinking uh, moments uh, ever? That's awesome. And then, and then <laughs> he just picks it up, just looks at the kids. Like, <laughs> Continue with the show. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, and then surprise when he's fired. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? I need the job. Like, oh, it was a surprise. Like the gun went off. <laughs> yeah, right. Yo, imagine. <laughs> I mean, we are in a hospital. Exactly, right? <laughs> the best place to be. Duh. Get shot. <laughs> Can't even dance for these kids no more. This, this man on my neck don't make no sense. I just want to bring happiness and laughter to a child's life. Make them feel better because they sick. And you're going to be mad at me for this little gun. And nobody gets shot. What if somebody walked in here? <laughs> While I'm dancing for these kids, you be happy. Right? All y'all need so a good no. guy with a gun. I'm a car carrier oh member of the NRA. All you need a guy with a gun. Uh, okay, well. Mm. Uh, Ariel, we haven't heard from you. I know you're not the world's biggest, like, connoisseur of the world of Batman. Yeah, and I didn't see the movie. I mean, I like I like Heath Ledger's Joker. Um, well, what do you think of the character itself, Joker? Oh, I'm fine with the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like I like that his goal is chaos. I like that he's not. Money driven, he's not power driven. Mm-hmm. He just want to mess with you. Yeah, he just want to f with you. So I don't know. I, so I think he's fun because then you don't know what he'll do. Like he is a wild card. So yeah, I, I mean, I I am not as well versed as some. Um, and even like you know, you all get so excited about like Batman the animated series, and like I watched it, but it did not mean to me what it meant to some others in this room and I'm like man I like what was I doing I don't know <laughs> I watched it but it wasn't like like um it didn't have that big of an impact on me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and even like Jack Nicholson's Batman I mean I I remember being like okay but I was I, was, I don't know I was just younger and that movie was like just dark yeah you know what I mean so yeah. I think so just being the age that I was I didn't like maybe appreciate everything that was going on and I honestly have to say I don't know the last time I saw that movie so maybe if I went back I'd, I'd watch it differently mm-hmm. but just how I remember it so for me Dark Knight was like the movie I was more into so Heath Ledger's Batman I mean Heath Ledger's Joker is the one that kind of sticks out to me I didn't see Suicide Squad and I know that was the right decision that was the right I decision I don't regret it um yeah. don't so that's don't. where I am um it, it's it's already 10 of and I've enjoyed this conversation about the Joker but there's a little piece of business I want to take care of uh, before we get out of here and and I wanted to get Daryl's input on this on the week of October 30th ladies and gentlemen here in the studios of Philly Cam Radio WPPM will be having their annual fun drive week 
Um, we have to do this every year. And it's simple as put. This is community radio. And this fun drive is the way that we keep the lights on, keep the studio humming and keep all of this fantastic content that comes to you 24 hours a day on Philly Cam Radio coming your way on 106.5 FM and through the stream. And as usual, the Black Tribbles want to do their part for the fund drive. Now, for the past two years, we have been very successful with our Disrobing for Dollars campaign. Uh, been wildly successful and very enjoyable, apparently, for, for our audience. Um, this year, we're doing something different. We're going to do something different. Um, I'm just coming in naked anyway. <laughs> so Okay. Um, <laughs> that would be different. So it'll just be putting on clothes for dollars. No. Um, Here, here's $100,000. Put please your pants on, please. On, you silly bastard. <laughs> so I put it out there on the, ta- on, on the table in our group chat with the Tribbles, and I, I don't think if, if anyone responded, I didn't hear back. But... I have an idea that, you know, Eric, who is our creative uh, game wizard here, I put it to him to come up with a wheel of dare. So it'll have like all these different dares on it that the audience can then, you know, call in, donate to, to spin the wheel of dare um, or they can donate a, a certain amount to actually select a dare right off of the wheel that we will all or one of us will have to um, do. And one, I didn't hear from the Tribbles whether or not y'all thought this was a good idea. I think it's a fantastic, fantastic idea. Um but I didn't hear from each of you. So, yes, I'm putting you on the spot here live on air to tell me exactly what you think about this idea. Yes. And, and then, two, if it's a go, let's try and come up with some dares. And hopefully Daryl can help us uh, come up with some. I put dares in the text. Oh, so you are down. Yeah. I, I had a couple. I had several. I put all. I jotted all my ideas. Okay. So when I get to work, my phone got to go in the locker. So when I was on the bus, I was like, how about this one or that one? <laughs> or that one? Okay. All right. So you're definitely down. Uh, Randy, I saw you gave me thumbs up. Uh, Isaiah, Isaiah's giving me the thumbs up. Ariel, thumbs up. Kennedy, are we making this unanimous? That was not a thumbs up. That was not a thumbs up. That was not a thumbs up. That was not a thumbs up, Kennedy. Oprah gift vibes. Thank you. I try. I've been working on it. Yeah, I'm triggered by dares. I think of grade school and it's not a very pleasant memory. Depends on what the tears are. Doesn't matter what the tears are. Too sure. <laughs> I was. It was cruel. Okay. So, are you saying that you would rather we not do it? I'm. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I'm not enthusiastic about it. I'll do it. So you didn't never get to college and play a good game of dare? No. Oh, dog. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, Kennedy. I've never done the truth or dare thing. So I've done it. It was never pleasant. Oh, truth or dare. Is a thing that happens. I <laughs> <laughs> got a couple flashbacks in the middle of that sentence. Yeah, yeah. There, none of them are. I don't. Mm-mm. So I'm not saying no. I'm saying okay. Okay. So, so it sounds like the wheel of dare is definitely a thing that's going to happen. Um, it, Eric, what were a couple of the ideas that you had, real quick? 
Uh, so for like different people and for different denominations, uh, you could take like shots of hot sauce. Oh, I like that. I like that. You could do push-ups. Oh, that's a good one. Shots of liquor. All right, all right. right. Now we're now we're talking. And then I know, right? And then the other idea I had was like a clothes swap. So you could pay like a dollar amount, and two triples would have to go out and then come back in in each other's clothes. What if us? What if some of us are more Amazon than Pixie? That's part of the fun. That's a fun. Put it around your neck. Way it's gonna work. Can you imagine him and anything she has on? Like you have one leg and this vest just around the vest around one leg. As he points to the you super, know what I mean? Like uh, soul brother number one and Ariel, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Look, look, this shirt is barely on him. I cannot wait <laughs> to see him in anything else. I'm trying to tell you. I was cracking up on the bus, like, yo, that'd be funny. That would that would be good. That's a good one. All right. So 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 let's come up with a couple of uh, of quick dares. We got a, like a couple of minutes to the to shoot some out there. Um, and I'm throwing it out there to the Tribble Nation. Hit us up on social medias at uh, Instagram and Twitter and give us your dare that you want to see on the Wheel of Dare for the week of October 30th here on Black Tribble so we can get it and see, uh, take the best ones and throw them into the dare. Um, I like one of about, you know, a dare to eat as many deviled eggs in a minute. Is somebody That's gotta make and bring in deviled eggs. Uh, yeah, I make, and I make and a, you can only do that once. I make a mean deviled egg. I just. I feel like that's going to lead to some vomiting. Exactly. Right. <laughs> that's the or dare. Yes. That's the well, dare. I think get. I mean, All right, you did not say that vomit was the goal. True. No, the, the, the goal is just this the dare. But that's what it is. Daryl knows where I'm going. No, I mean, sure. I, I was thinking you and you said shots of hot sauce, but I was like, you could get like one of those like ghost pepper chips, yeah. or or um, even just have like you know a pepper and eat it. Yeah, see, that's a good one. Get a scotch bonnet and then just go for it. No. Yeah, all right, so that's you one dare. Do, Talk about cleaning something up afterwards. Or you could do like hot sauce roulette. It's like you take your chance. You don't actually know. So it's like it could be tomato sauce. It could be like crazy hot sauce. Okay, all right. I like that. All right, that. Someone suggested hot wax? Hey, now we talking. What's good? (laughs) That's my... I mean, what? (laughs) I mean, I'm not opposed to hot wax. I just don't know if open flames are okay in the studio. Take it to the green room. Uh, Hot what? No, no. Tim Carter also said get your head shaved. I'm not doing hot wax. What? (laughs) (laughs) There are no hot wax professionals in this room. No, I'm not a professional, professional. but I'm well-versed. If (laughs) if that's one of the dares, then we get a professional to come into the studio. Um, Wait, wait, wait. All right, wait. You talking about getting people waxed? Well, like, you got, yeah. All right, that's not what I was thinking. No, 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 no. Like, wax play. Yeah. Okay, that's what I was thinking. What are you talking about? Professional. What are you you talking about getting waxed? Like I'm talking. Virgin. I was talking about getting like yeah. yeah. You getting the getting the no, careful. not like forty year old virgin. We trying no. to raise money, not spend money. It's the dare. You don't. It's not. You don't. You're not going to spend money. You get, you get somebody. We got to pay the person to come no, in. You and don't do necessarily it. do that. You find somebody who will donate their time. Mm. No, because it's for, for charity. For yes, charity. it's for charity. Mm. Yeah, I'm not doing bikini lines. Mm-mm. Now, if you it's wanna, the dare. If you, <laughs> all right, you got all those. Just clean up your shoulder blades. Just clean up. Yeah, that's all. I know my shoulder blade. Because yeah, it's, it's not going to do the whole hairy shoulder blades. It'd be, it's like they'd have to take a strip off your arm. You can get your arm hair. That's yeah. all. It's, you're not going to do the, like the whole thing. You're not going to have time to do What's that. What's funny is like that's not really a dare. It's like I get waxed on a regular. Y'all punks. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all like, I don't know. <laughs> like, what? I mean, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> it's 
just like that. We got to get out of here, ladies and gentlemen. Daryl Charles, thank you so much. Thank you. October 16th at Helium Nightclub, 8 p.m. Show up. He's going to be doing a darn thing. This is for his album. It's going to be it's going to be hilarious. Thank you so much, Daryl. Thank you. Thank you all. This show will be available come the morn, I promise, on um, blacktribbles.com as all as well as on Apple Podcasts, yeah. Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher Radio. Stitcher, Stitcher Radio. And every place and every place that good podcasts be. Don't forget to follow us on all the social medias on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a ranking and a rating and a five-star review. That really helps people find our show. For all the triples in there and all the triples out there, this is the Bat Tribble in parting we say. Don't forget DTF and Frankly Badly's tomorrow. Boom, 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 boom. Handling frequencies closed. $500 donation. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>